Welcome to the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast, a show that is dedicated to educating you on applying science-based training, nutrition, and mindset strategies from some of the top minds in the industry to help you build a leaner, stronger, and more confident self. I'm your host, Jeff Hain. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mind Muscle Connection podcast. Today is a Q&A episode and I have three questions I want to dive into. But before I dive into those, just have a few ways you can help support the podcast. So first, if you have found this podcast to be helpful in any way, if you could leave a rating and review, that will be helpful for more people to find the podcast. Again, appreciate everybody that that listens. Next, uh, if you are sick of just focusing on weight loss and instead want a body recomp, then my one-on-one online coaching program is for you. I hope you lose body fat and build muscle with my body recomp training, nutrition, and lifestyle methods. We look at things like your lifestyle and biofeedback to individualize your training and nutrition program to you and your specific needs. There's also at least one to two bottlenecks outside of the training and nutrition protocol that we figure out that are keeping you from seeing the results you want. Now, if you're not interested in doing full coaching, I do also one-on-one consultations where we troubleshoot any issues you have and or map out a game plan. So if you don't want to do long-term coaching, but you do want some guidance on what's going on, that's an option for you. Lastly, if you don't want to do uh, either of that, but you do want some more structure and guidance and you want to learn more about a body recomp, then I have my 75-minute masterclass on body recomp, what it is, how to do it. And you can find the link to that in the show notes. You can also find the link to the coaching application in the show notes, as well as the consultation as well. And then lastly, also follow me on Instagram, Jeff, H-O-E-H-N underscore. And that's where I'm most active on social media and where I post the most content. So with that out of the way, let's dive into today's question. So first question I have is, do you find that women need a build period with increased calories for body recomp? And that's just to kind of sum this up. At some point, yes, I do find that women need and men too, like everybody's going to need to increase their calories at some point. Now, what does that exactly mean? Does that mean you need to go into this large massive surplus and gain a ton of weight? No. But if you're always trying to restrict, at some point you will need to go, you will need to increase your calories or maybe eat a little bit more than what you've been comfortable with in the past. But the big thing is just making sure you're not always trying to like fat loss diet and be super low calorie. However, it also does depend on what the person has been doing. Okay, so I'll give you a couple examples here. So first, somebody comes to me and they have been trying to fat loss diet for an extended period of time, right? And their calories have been low. They have been dropping some weight. For this person, they may be likely to start closer to their maintenance calories there at that point. So if they've been in deficit, they've lost a good amount of weight, then we may start them closer to their maintenance, right? Also take somebody who doesn't have much weight to lose, but they don't have very much muscle this will be somebody that will probably keep closer to their maintenance as well too. Now, if somewhat we take it on the other end of the extreme, somebody who hasn't been in a deficit, right? Their weight's been trending up, or maybe it's just been staying the same and they're not very lean, like they have some weight that they can lose. Then this person would benefit from a small calorie deficit to start, right? So it is going to depend on where you're at coming into working with me, right? Where we're going to start you at. But eventually you will need to get out of a deficit to continue making progress long-term at some point, right? You're not always going to be able to sit there. And so I just want to go over people here, body recomp, and I think it can get, and I go over this in my 75 minute masterclass, but I think it can get misconstrued as the kind of like science definition of it is losing body fat and building muscle at the same time. And it is that, but it's also over time losing body fat and building muscle, right? So there's two, two types of body recomp. You have the one where it's a short term, this is going to be where you're losing body fat and building muscle at the same time. And again, this is, there's certain situations that this can happen. 
just to quickly go over them. You're new to training. You're coming back from a long layoff. You have high levels of body fat. Maybe your training and nutrition has been like suboptimal. You're going low protein. Maybe your training's like more cardio based. You have some wiggle room here to body recomp. And I go over more examples of somebody who can body recomp in that 75 minute masterclass, as well as in, in all my content as well, too. But I just want to give you a general idea there of that. So that's like the short term. That's going to last anywhere from eight weeks to, and these are just numbers I'm kind of making up here, uh, 24 to 30, 40 weeks, right? Depending on where you're coming from. So it just depends on where you're at there with that, right? And you'll be able to milk out this fat loss and muscle gain at the same time where you don't necessarily have to be in like a large calorie surplus. You can be in a deficit and still build muscle, right? But at some point that is going to slow down and the larger your deficit is, the tougher it's going to be to add muscle. So we want to keep that in mind. But Again, the longer you do that, the more advanced you are, the slower it's going to be and it's going to slow down. So basically at that point, this is where we go into long-term body recomp. Okay. So, and this is where over time we're losing body fat and building muscle. And this is likely going to require periods of time where our nutrition as it is at different levels, right? We're going to be in a deficit at certain periods of time. We might be at maintenance at certain periods of time. We might be in a small surplus at certain periods of time, right? So at some point you're going to have to get there to where if you want to continue to improving, you are going to have to focus more on one. And when you focus on that one, you're going to have to decrease the amount that you can focus on the other. So if it's a fat loss period, we're going to be in a deficit. We're going to be trying to lose body fat. This means that we're really just going to try to maintain muscle, right? We're not going to be building muscle. And then and again, this is you doing this for long periods of time. And then there might be periods of time where you're at the high end of your maintenance, a low calorie surplus, and you're not losing body fat at this time, but we're building muscle, right? You don't necessarily have your best look at this time, but you're building muscle. And then you go back to a fat loss phase later when you want to cut off some of that body fat, but you have more muscle now at this point, ideally. And you have this option to stay in this like short-term body recomp forever. You just are going to see your results really slow down, right? And it may get to the point to where you're not going to notice it at all, but you might have a better look at any given time. You're just from a long-term standpoint, continuing to progress is going to be tough. With the long term, the trade off is that you're going to go through periods of time where you're not going to be building muscle, right? Optimally, you're not going to be losing body fat. So you might not have your best look at any at certain periods of time, right? So, like when you're in a ma at maintenance, maybe a small surplus, when you're trying to maximize muscle growth, you might not have your best look. But we're okay with that trade off because you're going to have a better look when you get into a fat loss phase. So, there's some pros and cons to this, but I just wanted to go over that there's two different types of body recomp. We have the short term and then we have the long term. And I think that gives people a better idea of I thought body recomp is just losing body fat and building muscle. It is, but you can also go a little bit deeper or a little bit further than that. So, again, to come back to the original question, yes, to maximize body recomp over time, you do need to have periods of time where you increase your calories. You need to have a building period, right? Where you're building your body up. And again, the big thing here is we just don't always want to stay in a, a calorie deficit because your body will adapt to that. And then you'll just have your body adapt to that. And then you'll need, you're always going to be in this like low energy state where you're not going to be getting a lot of calories. Your body will adapt. And then it's tough to lose weight on. You just have to keep continually go down over time. And then other processes start to slow down your knee, potentially your hormones will downregulate as well. Thyroid, your sex hormones, testosterone, things like that as well too. So we do want to make sure that we get out of a deficit at some point. What I think this kind of this question too is like when you hear increasing calories, it's like, what do you mean? Are we going to your maintenance? Or are we going past your maintenance? I think that's another kind of big thing here with us. So a lot of times when people ask this, they think that increasing calories automatically means fat gain, right? And so you need to go into this building phase where you're gaining a ton of body fat. And my answer to that is no, most people can get away with not doing that. 
and probably don't need to be in this massive calorie surplus and gain a bunch of body fat, right? So you can build muscle at maintenance, right? Especially if you're somebody who's never had good muscle building protocols, nutrition, sleep, stuff like that. Like you have this wiggle, you have this period of time where you can really build a lot of muscle, not having to be in a large calorie surplus. Now, the leaner you get, the more the more muscle you build and the more time you have spent it at maintenance, high end of your maintenance, you probably do need to be in a small calorie surplus to build more muscle. But you have this period of time where you don't necessarily have to be in this surplus that's going to add a ton of body fat. And I think a lot of times people overlook that and then they end up adding too much body fat, not much muscle because of the way they go about it. So in saying this, you just, you're not going to always be able to be in a calorie deficit and build muscles. At some point you will have to increase your calories, but what does that actually look like? Uh, just depends on the person and your history. So hopefully that makes sense, but expect to be, to increase your calories at some point to, to build more muscle, but it doesn't ha- always have to be a large calorie surplus. But I thought that was a great question. Let me know if you guys have any further questions on that one. So next, any advice on how to refeed one day or two days, lower amount of fats, high carbs. So what is a refeed day? So refeeds just basically a day where you, you know, your calories are a little bit higher. This is typically done in a fat loss phase or your overall calories for the week, you're in a deficit. So you might have one or two days that go like closer to your maintenance. Okay. So that's the first thing is you want to make sure you're in a deficit for the entire week. From there, those days that you are having your refeed days, you can uh, go to your maintenance calories, right? And you should have an idea of where that's at based on previous fat loss phases or previous maintenance phases, things like that. And I'll go over the specifics, but that's what a refeed is. Okay. So it's like a couple of days throughout the week where you have higher calories. Again, this can be, it can be proactive. It can be reactive, right? Meaning you can plan for these refeed days each week, have it built in. That would be more like calorie cycling concept, but a lot of these things cross. There's a lot of crossover, right? Or it can be reactive where it's like, Hey, I'm really feeling depleted. Have a tough trading day tomorrow. Okay. Hey, maybe we take a refeed day this week. So it can be proactive and it can be reactive. It doesn't necessarily have to be pre-planned and it doesn't have to be reoccurring. You can use it on an as need basis right there with that. Anything longer than a few days, three, four or five days is going to be more of a diet break, right? That's where we start to run into the diet break kind of concept there. But advice on how to do it, and they say one or two days, and you can refeed for one or two days. There's really no hard rule here. You can even do it up to three days. Now, you do want to be careful with doing more because like I said, at that point, the more you do, it's like now your calories on those other days are going to have to be really low to make up for those calories that come up. And that's obviously not great. So you can do one to three days. Again, anything more than that is probably more of a diet break and you need to reconsider your methods towards fat loss. So there's no hard rule there, right? You don't have to do one day. You don't have to do two days. It just depends on on what you're using it for. Again, some some reasons you would use it. Maybe you put it on a really hard training day. You need it for that day to push through your training. Maybe it's legs or again, a body part that you want to try to maintain as much muscle as possible. You may use it on that day and you're just feeling super beat up and like you just have a lot of diet fatigue from your calorie deficit. So those would be a few reasons why you would use it. Now, as far as like specifics, ideally, most of the increase in calories would be through carbohydrates, especially if it's for, if it's on your training days. So you'd make that increase via carbohydrates there on that. However, I don't see a downside to making a small increase via fats as well. What's most important to you? What, what's your preference there? And again, what are you using it for, right? If it's more for lowering diet fatigue, you could do a combination of an increase in fats and carbs. If it's more for training, maybe you focus more on increasing carbs. Increasing your carbohydrates can be a great way to drop some diet fatigue. So just see, and also it's dependent on where you're at. If you're like super low fat, pretty high carbohydrate, and your protein's good, maybe you don't increase via carbohydrates. Maybe you make a bigger increase via fat. So it's also dependent on where you're at. But again, I think the big takeaway here is 
you can do it for one to up to one to three days. And then why you'd want to use it would be, again, you have a lot of diet fatigue or you want to have a higher or you have a tough training session the next day and or from a proactive standpoint, you want to put it on a training day that you need or a day that you know would be beneficial for you to increase your calories up to your maintenance. And then from a carb fat standpoint, it really is preference and where you're currently at. But you probably want to bias more of a carb increase when you're doing a refeed. So again, if you have any more questions on this, let me know. Cool. And then my last question for the day is, I saw your recent post about exercises for muscle group. I do about one to three per session. And this person is talking about this post that I made. If you feel like you have to do more than three to four exercises for one muscle group in a workout, you need to improve your quality of training. And so my answer to this is one to three per session. Good. I said, that's perfect. I think once you start pushing four per workout or more, you need to double check quality and you need to have a good reason to do that many, right? Hey, I need to do this much volume. Most people don't once they work on these things and I'm about to go over, but this is just a big thing that I see when I see other people working out is like, I'm not like sitting there watching people. You're in the gym, you can see where people are going and you just, there's always people that I feel like when they're working out muscle groups, they're doing like five to 10 different exercises for their muscle group, right? And it, I feel like it usually stems from this. I need to do more. I need to hammer this certain muscle group. I need to have the variety in it. I just want to do different things. And I get it, but I feel like from a muscle building standpoint, you're going to be leaving a lot on the table if that's the case, right? So if you are somebody that is feels like you need to do more than three exercises per workout for a muscle group, I just think you need to look at your training a little bit more, dive a little bit deeper. And I'll talk about that, right? So here's some things you can do to improve your quality of training, right? And these are just questions that you can ask yourself. Is it taking longer rest times, right? Maybe you're only resting for 30 seconds in between. If that's the case, you're going to feel like you have to do a lot if you're only resting for 30 seconds. You're not giving your body that time to recover from what you're doing. Okay. So if you feel like you only need to rest 30 seconds, maybe you rest longer. And then that way you're able to push a little bit more in each set. Therefore, you're going to be able to decrease the amount that you're going to have to do there on that. Is it choosing better exercises? What does your exercise selection look like? Are you choosing exercises that aren't great for that muscle group? So because of that, you have to continue to do a ton of, you feel like you have to do a ton of work for that. So, you know, it could be potentially improving your exercise selection. Do you need to get closer to failure? If you're training far away from failure, you're going to need to do more work in order to make up for that. So again, you're going to feel like you have to do a lot of sets, right? So getting close to muscular fa failure. And this is the point where it's like, it starts to get tough. You have to really focus on making sure your technique's good. You start to feel a little bit of that burn. You get to that point to where it's like, man, it's going to be tough to get another rep or two. And that's where I feel like most people end up cutting short. They don't want to go through that. I don't want to say pain, but that discomfort that comes along with getting close to failure. So then again, you feel like you have to do a lot of more work and you have to do a lot more sets and exercises to feel like you did something. This kind of goes the same. Do you need to use more weight? Are you just going super light with it? And that's the reason why they're on that. Potentially it could be using more weight. And that, that also comes to is getting closer to failure. Do you need to stay more focused during your sets? Is that a problem? Are you thinking about all the stuff you have to do? Are you thinking about the next exercises you need to do? Are you thinking about, is this even working? You're just not focused on executing the set, the reps within that set. People can stay focused for a little bit of time, but it's like after the first couple exercises, does your focus start to go down? Also think of it this way. It's like the more exercises you do, the more sets you do, your focus inevitably is going to go down as you do it. So it's like you're doing more work, but you're also, that quality of it continues to go down the more you do. It's like you already don't have good quality to start. Then the more you do, that quality gets watered down. And I bring this up because I used to do this, right? I used to do five plus exercises. I would just throw everything at the kitchen sink. Oh, let's do this now. Let's do this. And it was just like, okay, 
how productive was that? Do you need to use better technique? Is your technique off? Again, you don't need to have picture perfect technique. Maybe your technique is off a little bit and that's a big thing. Again, you're rushing through it. Again, you're not maybe working through the length and position or you're skipping a certain part of the range of motion. So again, you're going to have to feel like you need to do more to, to get a good stimulus. Is it better execution, right? Do you need to set up better? Do you need to make sure you're more focused heading into your set, right? What does that execution look like around your sets and reps? Is it your mindset toward how you should feel after lifting? This is another big one. Is it like, hey, I need to always have a freaking pump. I need to, I need to feel that. I need to feel my muscles burning. I need to feel like I got my heart rate up. I need to feel sweaty. If I don't feel that way, it wasn't a good workout and I need to find ways to do that. So then you go and do more. So it could also be your mindset. I can't tell you for sure without seeing what's going on, but these are the places I would look at first. And these are the things that I'm looking at with clients if this is the case, right? Just because I just, from my experience paying attention to people in the gym and what I hear on social media. It's, I feel like people, the quality of training is very low. And that's the biggest reason why people aren't seeing the changes in their body that they want. Obviously nutrition plays a big role. I just was thinking about this. A lot of people try to find this, like they, they get upset about their look and their building phases. They get upset. You know, they, they overly focus on like the amount of weight that they should be gaining and well stuff, that stuff's important. But then it's like, you dive deeper and it's house training. Well, it's like, I missed a couple workouts here and there. I'm doing the same weight that I've been doing for six weeks. That's your problem. Like you need to improve your quality of training. I just think too many people overlook that aspect of it, of trying to build muscle is it's probably not your permits. It's just what the, how you're pushing yourself, your rest times, all these things that I talked about that are the issue. Really focus on that. And I guarantee you, you'll start to see this change in your, in your look once you focus on these things and find what your big limiting factor is here. And again, it's hard for me to say I would have to see, right. And this is where coaching can be so valuable, even if it's just training option, whatever it may be. So hopefully that was helpful, guys. If you have any questions on this topic, let me know and I will chat with you guys next time. Thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at jeffh91 underscore or visit jhhealth.net. See you next time.